Hi folks, welcome to the next episode of the podcast for Mobius Adventures. We like to call it The Loop. This one and the one that follows are going to be a little different because we're kind of between chapters of our Tattered Magics campaign. And I wanted to do something really out of the norm and get the players involved with helping plan what they wanted to see in this campaign. Uh, I usually try to get a lot of player feedback to to really get buy-in when we create the setting that we're going to be spending a lot of time in. Like when we started at Plunkett, uh, we we had them create some new... um, new buildings and uh, new places and people and events that really helped kind of flesh out some of what we were uh, looking to play in. And as a result, we ended up with things like the Bloody Pie, which is uh, was the diner in town. Uh, And we ended up with a hotel that was run by um, Jack from The Shining. Uh, So yeah, we had some fun, but it really adds some character to the setting and gets the players involved with that aspect of things right off the bat. Well, in this case, I really went kind of outside the box and said, hey, what do you want to see as far as stories go? And we ended up with a great conversation. I think we we ended up with over an hour of just chatting back and forth and bringing up the ideas of plot lines that we'd like to see or things that we'd like to um, really flesh out during this campaign. And and it's really been quite fun. So hopefully we'll do more of that going forward. Uh, So hopefully you get get, uh, an idea of how one of our, one of my campaigns starts when we start going through this. And uh, we didn't have everybody on board for, for this particular session. We had a couple of people out, uh, but we picked them up, uh, in the next session so really we got input from just about everybody and uh yeah so without further ado we'll we'll get started there if you have any questions about mobius adventures or tattered magics or aliens and asteroids or any of our other stuff we recommend that you check us out at mobiusadventures.com that's m-o-e-b-i-u-s adventures.com and there you'll find um essentially links to all of our social media like facebook instagram pinterest twitter all that good stuff uh, as well as a bunch of blog posts and uh, access to our product pages where you have links to drive through rpg or amazon wherever our books might be found so hopefully that helps you out we're looking forward to getting tatter magics the book out uh, in the next week or so and hopefully that will uh Get it in your hot little hands. So hopefully you can play some Tattered Magics too. So we'd love to hear from you. So do reach out if you have questions or comments or just want to say hey. So thank you so much. And now let's get to the planning. So thank you. We're going to dive into this and then we will loop them in next week and and finish this off. So. so I did some math, and, and I know you're going to find this amusing, but between the um, end of the mistress and you leaving Plunkett and the beginning of this new campaign, um, actually not even true, between the end of the vampire segment 
and the beginning of the Fey War. So remember I said that you had a year between that initial push of the goblins and the ogre uh, and the Plunkett. Um, 231 days passed between the end empires and the beginning of the Fey War. And um, so that's October 2020. The date would be October 28th, 2020. Uh, so you can cross that one off of your apocalyptic calendar. Um, <laughs> Fey invasion. I, I don't know if you have that. If you, if yeah, you I do, got that on my bingo card, if, yeah. If you do, you were doing better than me. I, uh, yeah. I'm waiting for I Cthulhu. invasion. <laughs> I didn't have Fey Invasion. I See? Invasion. Yeah, it's, it's too specific, I know. Um, so that gets you to the beginning of the war, and then we'll start picking up two years after. Okay. So you guys flew from Plunkett to back to Glastonbury, UK, uh, for more training, and then had eight months, nearly eight months of preparation before the proverbial shit hit the fan. Um, and... So you guys were participating in stuff over that particular, you were doing training and then the, the war started. You guys were participating in Europe because that was where you were. Um, and we're going to pick up two years after that. So it's going to be October of 2021. Not that it, no, two years. So 2022. 2022. Um, question. Answer. Um, are we still impacted by Corona virus? <laughs> uh, in my alternate timeline, Corona was defeated. Oh, good. Through magical means, or or you could just say that the Fey War put an end to any coronavirus efforts, um, and everybody decided that uh, that was more important. Crazy. So it's not like a War of the World situation where we get invited in in. We don't we, where we get invaded by the Fey, and then all of a sudden Corona takes them out too. So we like team <laughs> up and and fight off the coronavirus. I had not thought of that as a possibility, but I I dig the way your your brain works. That, uh, I that makes one of us. Um, <laughs> so um, I I have a little section that I want to read about loose ends um, because there were some loose ends left in Plunkett. Um, so the sheriff and the town elderly elders and the circle of clarity um, were left in much better shape than when you arrived in October of 2019. Uh, many of the coma victims perished, though no cause for their illness was ever diagnosed. In the end, only 72 of the 134 souls returned to Plunkett. So 72 of the 134 coma patients returned, meaning they woke up. Many who recovered became animalistic and had to be sedated for their own safety and others. Others had moments of lucidity where they spoke of being trapped inside animal bodies and forced to battle one another for sport. Joe Kelly, who is part of your team, will be in your little camp, uh, is a tattered researcher who traveled back to Plunkett and spoke at length with any and all of the victims that she could who recovered. She returned with some very confusing transcripts detailing fanciful affairs out of ancient fairy tales that were also nightmares. So um, I don't know that we're going to get anything detailed out of that, but if you want to know more, we can kind of dive into that research uh, later on. Uh, the old Plunkett ghost town that was once under the management of the Bennets. Marge was the, uh, the lovely shotgun lady that you fought in the vampire battle. 
and her husband was never found. Uh, but the ghost town was shut down after the final collapse of the mine on March 11th, 2020. That was the day that um, you guys defeated the vampires and Julian came in and took out the took out the mystery. Uh, the mayor is working with the city council to determine the best course of action for the attraction, which was deemed unsafe. Imagine that. Um, the Circle of Clarity has begun a recruiting campaign. They started rebuilding their coven and made an alliance with Abernathy, uh, who began to see the town as being under his protection. The collapse of the mine was enough to prod him into action. So your team left Plunkett on March 12th as heroes that awesome. and headed back to Glastonbury, where you spent your time wisely gathering allies, intelligence, and knowledge for the war to come. And... Though you missed the delicious pies of the bloody pie, you came to discover that Chef Robin Taylor, who ran the Tattered Kitchen, was a pastry magician. Robin Taylor? Uh-huh. Robin Taylor. Robin? Unfortunately, she was among the first to fall when the war began, so she is not with you in your camp, but you might have learned stuff from her in the 231 days leading up. So I'm giving you a, a thread there that if you want to pull. Oh, Oh, yanked. Uh, I know, I figured. Yeah. I figured he would. That was a terrible gesture to do. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, as the gateways opened throughout the world, humanity woke to a new peril. Dozens of doors, all opened to Underhill, allowed trained Fae troops onto the field of battle simultaneously. And just as suddenly those doors closed. Hours or days later, new doorways and troops emerged, repeating the cycle. So they did wave after wave after wave. The phase strategy uh, was to essentially go after police station and military bases in an attempt to shut down any kind of coordinated response. And governments quickly turned to the magical community that they'd always dismissed. Unfortunately, it was a little too little. Um, all the old world capitals fell within six months. Athens, Dublin, Lisbon, London, Madrid, Paris, Vienna and Warsaw fell with very little fighting. Chaos was the Fae's greatest ally, and they sowed it with glee and skill. And as soon as capitals fell, doubt spread throughout Europe, and most cities, other cities fell within days. However, some areas became incredible war zones that still rage. Uh, Italy is a, uh, a hotspot because of the vampires that are there. They don't like being uh, told what to do, and they've been fighting back against the Fae. Uh, and Beijing and Moscow have also uh, led pretty impressive re uh, resurgences against the Fae. So I wouldn't travel to Moscow or Beijing anytime soon. Um, you guys are going to start in the Pyrenees, um, and we'll get to that in a sec. Okay. So uh, much of humanity is cowering in fear. Some chose to fight back, but were killed or captured for their folly. The Fae learned quickly about fossil fuels and shut down their use, choosing to rely on natural resources. Who knew that the Fae would be environmentally friendly? Uh, they, they like hydroelectric and solar and wind power. Anyone found operating an old polluting energy source is ruthlessly interrogated and put to death. Uh, no, this is not a comment on today. It is just the Fae are trying to clean up the world that they have just taken. Uh, as you might imagine, only the loyal get power. So all those lovely environmentally friendly effects of solar and wind and everything else. Uh, if you're not a friend of the Fae, an FOF, so to speak, um, you aren't getting power, so you don't have electricity. So in this new fictional 2022. Yeah. 2022. Yeah, 2022. Um, yeah. 
Um, who's president? Is it Kanye? Um, that is a, that is a good question. I will table that for for later, and we can discuss that because I would oh. love to get your input. I don't think Kanye is it. Uh, <sighs> what about Robert Redford? I'm okay with that. One. I would vote for Robert Redford even if he was Hydra. Um, yeah. Yeah. So no. Okay. No. No. No, no Hydra. Wait, Hydra yes, might Robert have a chance Redford. of fighting the back. I don't know. I, All right. I, I am not a not a Hydra stand. Sorry. Oh man. All right. <laughs> um, Sorry, didn't mean to digress here. You're good. So only loyal get power. Only the loyal get any form of freedom. And the rest of mankind or human humanity pretty much decides to learn to fend for itself. Uh, so we kind of go back to the medieval times, uh, so to speak. Uh, and the death toll from fighting was enormous at the end of 2020, but a lot, mo many more of them perished between 2020 and 2021. Getting through winter was rough, and um, it gets harder and harder and harder. So, so hundreds of thousands died during the first year of the occupation. By the fall of 2021, the death tolls in the so kind of like Corona seems to be building. Uh, <clears throat> all right, so we're almost there. So the tattered response. So without a unified response, the tattered quickly abandoned their entreaties with the local governments and fell back to various strongholds throughout the world from which they could mount a covert. History has taught many lessons when dealing with overwhelming odds. Fight op openly and perish, or use guile and stealth to your advantage. The Fae were not the only group to learn and prepare over the last... So, as far as your enemies go, the Summer King has set up shop in London, but he has lieutenants in major city centers, especially in the Old World. Paris is the closest one to where you're at, although Rome is probably, probably equidistant, give or take, so... Between Paris and Rome, you have a couple. Um, these have small groups of fae scattered around the world holding power through fear and gifts, magical trinkets mostly, and promises. So from Paris, the fae arrange all sorts of fun sorties throughout the country to hunt down dissenters and troublemakers. Guess what category you guys fall in? Um, definitely the troublemakers. <laughs> That's good. They, they briefly tried boilermakers. Uh, but it didn't, it didn't stick. So they went back to, I aim to misbehave. Exactly. Uh, the same from Rome. And, and there have been some sightings of what they call hunter killer or HK units, which include ogres and trolls and goblins and elves hunting down anybody who's really a threat. Otherwise they try to employ a mix of human and fae or even just human because there are a lot of sympathizers working. So the hunting parties are either all human or a mix of fey and human. Some hunt fey and fey super sympathizers with glee. Others seek out the enemies of the summer court with a similar fervor, but there are no clear battle lines in the wilderness. Many innocents are killed in the crossfire. And there are rumors of another fairy court, the winter court, and a winter queen who may be fighting on behalf of humanity. But none of that's been confirmed. She has not raised her... her uh, attention to herself in the last two years. But that's about to change at the beginning. So your new home is Dolmir, and it's in the Pyrenees. It, it's what? Dolmir. It doesn't exist. D-O-L-M-E-R-E. Okay. -E. Oh, I definitely spelled that wrong. All right. That's okay. Uh, how, how do you spell it so I can have my notes correct? D-O-L-M-E-R-E. Uh -huh. Okay, thank you. And where roughly in the Pyrenees is it? Yeah, I knew you were going to ask that question. <laughs> uh, near the southern, or the border of southern France and northern Italy, 
Uh, uh, you have the wrong mountain range, sir. It's the Pyrenees. It's okay. The Pyrenees is between Spain and France. Uh, it's also, the Pyrenees also extend into northern Italy, so shush. <laughs> no. No. They're in the Bay War geography change. Exactly. <laughs> it's my map. <laughs> Everything changed when the Bay Nation <laughs> slightly to the left. Right. Yeah, so you're kind of between you're you're in the southern part of France between the northwest corner of Italy and France. So I'll, I'll show. Do you want me to but show you a map? I'll show you. A map. Yes, please show me a map. You and your map. Did we get to learn um, French or Italian? Yes. Yes. Sweet. Italian. Italian. Bon giorno. All right, hang on. I want my scale. All right, so let me share a screen. Rocket, no, stop. All right, so let me zoom out here. What? So France, okay. Italy. Okay. So Grenoble is here. You guys are not far from this place, which is the Refuge de la Lise. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna so totally butcher everything. Uh, but it is not far from Grand Casse, which is a uh, mountain peak and a big uh, uh, ski area. Yeah, and it's also buddy. not not that's, far. That's not the Pyrenees. That's the Alps. Okay, the Alps. Fine. I, I, I love you, but your geography sucks. It does, and I, I freely admit. Uh, and it's not so like... Yeah, because that's Alberville, right? Geneva's there. there. Turin is over here. Lyon yeah. is over here. So you're not far from Grenoble, which is like one of the mountain uh, communities that is actually quite large. Grenoble's actually... Um, yeah, Grenoble's big. Alberville is big. Yeah. So Turin, which is northwest Italy. Uh, Grenoble, which is right here. You're, you're kind of between them. Gotcha. Um, okay. So that's the Alps. Alps, Pyrenees. Alps, not Pyrenees. I'm leaving notes. All right. So you're a picky, 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 picky. He's right. a picky player. I don't care. It's a fantasy game. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> actually, in France, actually, right next to Paris, but to the what? Well, we're going to talk about a couple of things that happened in France because Brittany. Not not to be confused with Brittany Bitch. That's a different Brittany. Um, Brittany, France, um, is the site of what are known as the Karnak Stones, near actually Karnak, France. And the, they're these dolmen, and I'm trying to find it, which are these stone, um, these stone, um, like, tombs? Tombs. Share. I have to hit multiple buttons. So this is a dolmen. That is not a dolmen. That's oh, another okay. dolmen. So think of them as like sort of primitive, sort of Stonehenge era, um, giant rock formations. Mm -hmm. And the, um, the Fae used all of these ancient rock formations as doorways because they were there when they were there the last time. So they kind of reused a lot of the um, stuff that was there. And unfortunately, France has a shit ton of them in Brittany. Uh, there's fields of, of dolmen uh, in the Karnak area, and they just opened up a, a hundred doors and said, hi, we're here to take over. And they did. No, leave Brittany. Yeah, 
<laughs> she's shaving her head in protest. Just, just so you know, she's it, it, she's had got, had a whole moment. Um, so the tattered knew about these dolmen before, long before uh, the Fey invasion happened, and they were researching ways to block them. So, like, think of it as applying runes to them to block them from being used as doorways. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, they. All the runes to do that were lost centuries ago, uh, and they were only recent, really, recently rediscovered. So the area was blocked to the invasion, but it was too late to change the course for the doorways all across the continent. So the Dole, the Dole men near Dolmir uh, have been blocked. Yes, God, that gets awkward. All right. I might have to change my name. No! But anyway, it's fine. No, it works. <laughs> Um, so let me tell you a little bit about Dolmir, and then we're going to start figuring out what else is there, because I need help figuring out what else is there. And you guys have two years of war to figure out if you guys have run across any fey or human um, enemies that you want to take on as your foils for the campaign. That gives me like these little pivot points that can they can show up and cause trouble. Down, down the so we'll, we'll get to that in a minute so Dolmir is this tiny little area um they found uh for the first of several karnak karnak stones uh and they've rendered them inert magically um and living there are the sisters of the holy shroud uh which they operate in a small off-the-grid nunnery not far from Dolmir and they were asked to help nurse tattered forces back to health. They opened a mash tent at Dolmir that has saved the lives of dozens of wounded operatives in the last two years. They are angry little nuns, but they're doing their part so they can retreat in peace again. So they're trying to help the war effort so that they can go back to being their quiet self. But they're talented he healers with a deep knowledge of magic and herbal. Um, so they were asked to move into one of the buildings on site, but they prefer to be outside with a firm connection to nature. So they have a huge tent or a series of tents that they, they operate in their mash area. Uh, Mother Superior Kareen Bouveau, who would be just as happy to be in New Orleans with that name as she would in France, uh, runs the tents with, her, with a dozen sisters like a well-oiled machine. Uh, just don't ask her her opinion uh, or she might um, tell you. So that's one, that's one person or group that you know. Um, there's a dormitory where tattered forces can stay. Antoine Gome operates the, the dormitory. He's a survivor of World War II. Um, he is in his 80s, late 80s, and he remember, remembers the Maquis who operated in a very similar area of World War II. And funny enough, I wrote that before I chatted with Kevin about some history uh, earlier this week. Because my history, World War II history, is sucks. So it's getting better uh, by the day. Uh, so there's the dormitory and the hospital. Then there's the kitchens, who were maintained by Val Sedul. He's a, or, uh, Val is a Paris-trained chef. You'll learn more about Val eventually. Uh, meat is provided by an outside source that Tattered HQ has kept secret. You guys can investigate that secret down the line if you'd like. The meat, usually venison, wild boar, or rabbit. It is not mystery meat. Okay. Just appears whenever Val puts out a particular symbol on a tree. Um, some of the kids in the camp have attempted to see who drops off the supplies. 
but its source has remained a mystery, a little bit like Santa Claus, okay? All right, so this semi-permanent camp was operated year-round by the Tattered, has been converted for wartime use. It consists of a handful of rustic buildings and hidden solar panels for, for power. Buildings are typically barn-style or two-level affairs, uh, and the largest dolmen found exists at the south side of the whole area. So there are a few that are kind of in the area, but there's one like at the in tail end of the... Um, I have weather details for, for, for dolmen, if you're, if you're curious. It's actually a very nice place to live. It's, it's, it doesn't get too cold. It uh, isn't too wet. They get down to like 42 degrees in January. Um. And have so, a couple of inches of uh, moisture during the during the day. Brian, you keep saying dolmen. Do you mean dolmir for the location? No. So dolmen are the the rock formations that I showed. Dolmir. Yes. It was named after the dolmen that that were discovered in the town. Gotcha. And it, yes, it will continue to be a confusing issue, and I will never mention the word dolmen again. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can find. There's another picture I wanted to show. I will be right back if that's okay. I have to of go course. turn off the ace. It's killing yeah, me. Good. I'm also going to be right back. I'm going to let my dog out. So, come on, Rox. I will be right here. I'm not going anywhere. Um. <laughs> okay. So this is kind of similar to what you would see as far as old buildings in this area, as far as uh, barn, kind of old rock barns, and then old style um, two-story house homes. So nothing too exciting. It's kind of going medieval, which is somewhat ironic because you've been forced to not deal with a lot of um, of the niceties that we've been living with for the last hundred years, like you know, power and running water and uh, grocery stores, all those little things. Um, Sorry, it's just getting really cold in this room. <laughs> you're good. Um, all right, so that's what you know as PCs and players right now. So here's my question to you. If you wanted to de design a medieval village that has been converted into a new wartime camp, what kinds of buildings and or facilities and or people would you like, would you suspect are there? I'm going to say that this is not a very big place. It's a lot smaller than Plunkett was. So um, I'm thinking things like, I don't know, there's a kitchen and there's a place to sleep. There might be a, a drinking facility where somebody has set up a still. I suspect that's probably quite popular. Um, there's probably a small school for the few kids that are in the area because there are some children. And, and yes, Shannon, what, what, what other? Um seeing as how we're kind of like part of the resistance would we have any kind of like armory or a place to like repair stuff and or request different weapons or different uses like some kind of supply chain or storage? yeah yeah there's probably an armory so that's probably good so let me armory uh maybe more generic than just an armory but like i mean supply if we're talking to people it'd be like a blacksmith but basically yeah. Someone who does some sort of repairs. Mm -hmm. That was uh, that was my exact thought, actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think alike. I, 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 I imagine somebody like this tough, grizzled uh, SCA veteran who's just like making cold steel. So. <laughs> okay, I like that idea. So um, 
what would you what name would you give our SCA grizzled vet veteran? I um I, I pulled up a French name generator. I and, love it. Uh, <laughs> number one on the list is Anatole. So um, Anatole. There's, there's okay. also um, there's also Bruno, Pierre Louis, Benjamin, Neo, Vincent, Eric, Fabrice. I like Crusher. Anatole. Anatole's good. Give me a last name though. Um, how about Sonier? S A U N I E R. Beautiful. An SEA grizzled veteran, Anatole Sonier. All right. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. I like it. Anybody else? I mean, I just rattle off some ideas. I'm, I'm curious as to what else you. I, I'm looking for the places that you think you would gather or you would need in wartime, just because um, there have to be some breaks. There's, there is downtime. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, and you are very hidden because the whole village is like shrouded in like an anti-magic camouflage. So mm -hmm. you can't be seen. So you're pretty safe mm -hmm. unless somebody follows you in the camp. So yeah, I mean the bar is definitely a good idea because I mean you got to be able to blow off some steam somehow. So okay, or some kind of like who's running the bar? Control. And I, mm -hmm. I I don't want to say manning the bar because that's sexist. So who who, yeah, who is working the bar and in fact it should be female okay we are better business owners not only are they better business owners which i totally agree with shannon on this <laughs> how about the owner of said bar um lost significant other to the fae and there's some motivation there too okay what's her name mm, let me get random female <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm seeing a Marie, so I'll Marie. put in my okay. for a Marie. But yeah, but it, it needs to be hyphenated because all the yeah. cool French women have hyphenated first names. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, you're you're gonna hate me for this. Um, I am not gonna hate anybody for anything. Okay, can can we name the um, can we call the establishment Letat de Saglante? Can you paste it into the chat? Yeah, sure. <laughs> That way I get these names right and I can capture them somewhere. Just uh, just, just don't punch that into Google Translate. Um, well, I'm now gonna, I'm going to. You know that's going to happen now, right? <laughs> Come on, Vicky. <laughs> that's funny. Yes. Uh, all right. Look it up right now. Prepare yourself. Ooh, okay. Tart. Got it. Oh, sorry. Okay. I, I dropped an N in there. Hold on. Mm. Try that. That's better. I fixed it. It's, it's, it has done this been fixed. All right. Oh, yes, I like that name. Uh, oh, Marie. Ma Marie Therese. All right. So, La Tarte Singlant. Wow, don't ask me to. I'm going to butcher these names horribly. All right. So, this is the bar slash distillery. And I love the fact that she's lost her significant other. And I. <laughs> What? Why is this not working for me? I, I just ran it through Google Translate. Uh-oh. All right. I'm doing it. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, I like it. That's beautiful. <laughs> hey, thanks, Vicky. That that makes me smile. That, that's that's awesome. They only they only serve quiche. <laughs> <laughs> Specializes in quiche. Oh no! I love it. Right. All right. All right. So we also have. So what's the name of the supply depot with the blacksmith? 
with with our SCA grizzled. I'm I'm putting all these words in here because I love the the adjective. Mm, blood, and sweat, and tears. Blood, sweat, and tears. Okay. I don't know. You guys can name it something. I don't want to name it that. I take it back. Hang on, I got it. <laughs> That's. I, I don't need to run that through Google Translate. That's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> the Forge of the Village. Yes. Okay. I got it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Interestingly enough, that actually translates to the town black. Oh. There's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears there, too. It's okay. All right. Um, blood, sweat, and tears, we can do that, too. No, no, no. We're good. It's okay. Um, okay. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, that could just be his saying, like, whenever he sells anything. It's just like, and I put my blood, sweat, and tears into it. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, yeah, we know, we know. It's your catchphrase. You're special. <laughs> I'm taking all these notes and yeah, I'm gonna laugh at them later. Um, it's a good thing there's no money in our system, right? Right, um, right, right, right. That's blood, sweat, and tears in French. Mm. Um, oh. So you said that there was like um, dormitories or whatever where we can like stay and we have like lodging or whatever. Yep. Do you have like maybe like a separate building for like the command station, like where we would go to like report? to and fro or where we would get like our assignments nope. or i don't but that makes sense okay who who should be um in charge of this chicken shit outfit <laughs> <laughs> um i mean it could be maybe like a group of them like it has like the anton guy and joe kelly or maybe somebody else too like they all kind of like confer like together and they give like their own opinions i, I don't know you run it how you want it i, I don't mean that um who a, is in charge it's who is kind in of charge? a non-consecutive <laughs> commune where we kind of take a take a charge of the whoever's in charge of that today of the week right and then but we then rotate <laughs> it's an autonomous collective <laughs> exactly that's what the words that i was looking for damn it <laughs> um, because this is um, what was the, you know, the Wild West, Weird West? The Weird West, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we had Bubbles? Yes, I remember Bubbles. I don't remember Bubbles. Or I guess, Bu I maybe we call Bubbles was one of the three sisters, or, yeah. that was, that oh operated the market. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Well, everyone <laughs> spoke like a... Bill. Is, sure and big order, everyone spoke like an Irishman, don't you know? And it got really annoying because everyone was talking like that. And we all died yeah. while saving the world. And I remember I I was fighting one of the seven sins with the penis. You were. That's true. Penis. It was a, yeah. It was a, it was a good story. It was, I liked that story. It was fun. Yeah. Everybody died. Yeah. Uh, anyway. yeah, my, yeah, my character was a coward. <laughs> it's all good. And there was a, a werebear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, so command station, an autonomous collective, and I have Joe Kelly researcher. Um, so there's probably a library. Yeah, it's probably or, her uh, place or whatever. Like, uh, records or, uh, The records? Yeah, where there's, like, maps or, like, you know, information that people have collected and kind of, like, kept track of. Like, maybe not anything, like, too big, maybe. I don't know, because we're hiding out in the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah, I'm going to say not. there's, there's probably know. like 10 buildings total in this like little village. Maybe it's like a failed coffee bookstore that just never had all its stuff moved out, and it's called Mashiach Bookie. It's called what? Mashiach Bookie. And it's got like a little anthropomorphic book on it, and it's just got like... <laughs> Sorry. 
No, you're, you don't need to apologize. It's awesome. I like it. Okay. Failed coffee book. I like that little angle. Because think of it as it was could have been a cute little thing in this lovely village at some point. And then the war hit and everybody repurposed things. Mm -hmm. Using that same, same uh, idea, uh, what else could be in town? Is there like a, a knickknack store that maybe that's what Madame Boulet, Boulet, uh, Madame Bubbles uh, has to deal with? Um, oh, hold on, I got one. Mark Demur. <laughs> Did not. <laughs> it was just I, I have to. I have it up now. Oh, no. <laughs> I like it. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. I really like it. Uh, yeah. Kay's character is going to have to ha have a, a landing in the parking lot at Mark Demur. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, but yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that's our supply place, the archives, like the command room or whatever. Yep. The armory. No, no French town is complete without a church. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah. that there's a very small chapel in town mm -hmm. um, because there was the nunnery that was close enough for, for these the sisters to, to show up. But they've probably taken over the there's probably a priest there too. So, is there a priest that we should have KB in in crow form mark up his face, or perhaps steal some holy water from? Um, I'm gonna be right back, guys. Mm -hmm. I'll be left then. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess considering that we have kind of used like different religions and like holy works to like fight the Fey, it would make sense for us to have some kind of religious leader at the base as well. Yep. Yeah. Severin. Uh, Cortial. Hold on. I, I oh, use the name. I I, I, I I use the name generator again. It's okay. It's it's coming in handy. Gasmos and gidgets. <laughs> gidgets and gasmos. I also like the Dio est amore de la juve. I can't say that, but it's um. <laughs> God is in love with the church. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the literal translation. How it translated? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Um, God is in love with this church. Isn't that great? Oh, this game is what's finally going to make me learn another language. I love it. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. We'll, we'll we'll be doing it in broken English in no time. Um, <laughs> no, oh. I really do want to try, though. So, Father's Courtyard. Ooh, I like that. I spoke French in high school. I don't want to tell you how long ago high school. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, um, did you know that in a certain period in France, a lot of chapels, cathedrals, churches got uh, dedicated to Notre Dame? So there's not just Notre Dame Cathedral in France. There's Notre Dames everywhere. So um, maybe something like that. It could be, but this is only a chapel versus a church. Mm -hmm. um, I know that there's a Notre Dame. I looked because I was kind of going through the map, and there is a Notre Dame in Grenoble. Uh, just like you, you, you said, so. Mm -hmm. um, They're everywhere. <laughs> I, I took a class on it in college and on the metaphysics of um, like uh, medieval cathedrals. And oh my gosh, just <laughs> don't even get me started. So there's got to be a gargoyle there uh, or, or six. And, and they probably all have a history and a name and a story. Because there's gargoyles everywhere. And a TV show. Yeah. And a TV Aww. show. I love oh, Gargoyles, a TV show. show, yeah. That was a good show. And it's all on Disney+. Plus. Are you serious? 
Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to get it then. Well, no, I don't want to. <laughs> Which, um, um, like people kind of remembered how well it was that now I guess they're talking about doing like redoing or, or uh, extending onto the series. The people stuff. who wrote it want to re- run, run a reboot it. Hmm. Anyway. All right. So we have a, uh, a bloody pie. <sighs> we have a blacksmith. We have a command station. We have an archive. We have a trinket store under the capable hands of Madame Bubbles and a chapel with Father Severin Cortial, along with some gargoyles, which could actually uh, be enchanted and come to life to protect the town. Oh, wait, that's a difference. Um, or is it? It could be. Stone magic. We, have, we haven't talked about stone magic, but elementals, uh, craft elements could definitely take stone, turn it in to be very interesting. Okay, so with those, and so we have the kitchens, we have the um, mash unit, we have the dormitory, and then we have a few other things. So that's good. That's good. Um, let's see. All right, so Kay, you brought up bubbles. Is there any other, is there a character that you could see helping? Brooke, specifically Brooke, in town, because Brooke has got to be having some severe um, separation anxiety from cell phone, um, Hollywood, and anything relating to television, movies, or um, brought, there is probably radio. Radio probably still works. But cell phone towers don't work? Well, cell phone towers probably work, but they're not powered unless you are part of a particular network. I'm guessing you'd be locked out pretty quickly if you were not part of Faye TNT. <laughs> in two years, I'm, years, I'm kind of, I don't really know how I'm... Wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Our dog has crackhead hours too, so it's okay. Um, how my character would have, like, progressed. So I, I would imagine over time, like the natural evolution of her, she probably much uh, along lines of like being as invested as an actress anymore, as she's kind of adopting to the modern now modern world. Um, Does she have like a sensei or some kind of a trainer? I guess if I was trying to hone my uh, martial arts abilities, but I still have the like the card throwing. I don't know. I'm gonna think. Okay. I, yeah. We're just starting this process now. We'll finish it next week. I just, I just want to start opening up those dialogues a little. Yeah. Um. You said we are now level. Did you say ten? Ten. Yeah. So you get three new traits, and we can negotiate the PRs, but at least three PRs. Okay. Yeah. Come. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be less stingy with them during wartime. You probably have six PRs. Let's, let's go with six. They're like bonds. You can buy a bond. Got it. But no flamethrower yet. Oh no, that, that's actually unfortunately going to come to the, come to bear, or come to wolf, I guess. In this case, um, it'll be uh, yeah, a howling hot time, or a hot howling time. <laughs> Singe fur. Um, okay, um, Shannon. Other than the the chef that perished, you right. probably have made friends with the the cook that runs the the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Is, there any, is there anybody else um, that you would have made friends with? Like, is there a specific, have you made friends with like any of the sisters? Because they have a lot of herbalism kind of knowledge, so they might know about local alchemy kind of. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd probably want to be friends with them as well, just to like swap 
recipes and talk stuff like that. Um, I was also thinking, because Ryder would not let up on the fact that John's gone. Um, so I know that she stole his book of poetry, or was it plays? I can't remember. No, it was a book I, of I think it was poetry. Yeah, so probably maybe like Joe Kelly, if she's like working in the archives after she's done her research in Plunkett, um, I might go see her. Maybe not necessarily when like other people are around. Okay, because... let me throw this out there. You yeah. had two plus years yeah. between Plunkett and today. Mm -hmm. If there are things that you wanted to investigate over the course of that, we can have little um, vignettes where we take a trip backwards in time to cover mm -hmm. certain things and have little flashback moments. Mm -hmm. um, so if you want to... What, what are you planning on researching as far as John? Are you trying to get him back? Um, I mean, meta, I know that we can't, but um, Ryder would probably just always have it in the back of her mind, you know, I wonder if there's any way I can still reach him, you know, like, uh, or she might just be curious about the void in general after what she had gotten removed, like, way back, you yeah. know, like, beginning of our whole... Uh, between the Fae and the vampires. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so potentially looking into the void, but not so much actually interacting with it. Like she's still kind of nervous about it, but maybe okay. just doing research at this point. Okay. Well, like I said, I, I, I like the idea of if, if you, there are things that we want to explore that you did before Dolmere, then mm -hmm. we, we have two and a half years to kind of flesh out what, what happened in there. And, when you might have done the research either pre-war or in the last two years so yeah that's yeah. cool i like it so you're gonna do some void research at some point yeah well yeah maybe, maybe some void research or maybe just some acting stuff because she knew that john was really into the whole quotation and yelling and stuff so I wonder if there's a stage somewhere in town or a, a, a clearing. It's a little small village, so maybe there's like a, yeah. a community area that people get together. Because, I mean, there are kids who probably would do some stuff along those lines too. And, and mm -hmm. um, everybody's always looking for a break in wartime. So Yeah, yeah. I'll put yeah. on a one-woman show. Okay. But those okay. are my thoughts just so far. Okay. okay. Void acting. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> acting to fill the void? Hmm. Yeah. There you go. All right. Um, Vicki, so you, you've uh, had two and a half years as well to work on the, the uh, tattoos, uh -huh. um, develop new tattoos. Uh, have you expanded on any of that or are you i mean you have a lot of play with the the traits and the purchase roles to kind of play with various things um any thoughts I, on um since we're doing um doing more like guerrilla warfare type things i came up with two more of the temporary tattoos okay um there's tiger tiger burning bright which um <laughs> <laughs> increases your senses uh, your senses so um, Lord it, Byron for you? Yeah, little, little Lord Byron. Um, up to perception. Um, and then um, I have a stealth one, too. Um, it's called Crouching Tiger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it, um, it it just helps you blend into the environment a little better, helps out with the stealth. So I figured those were two, like, 
of the temporary tattoos I could move forward with because Diana would probably be thinking more along those lines and like how she could help out like there were things like that giving out these tattoos to people who might not have magical abilities and they could just slap them on in a pinch and and then while you do that I can cast hidden dragon oh shoot you do have that don't you <laughs> I mean I could, I could I, yeah well you, I you, you pulled out a tiger the other day that was an imaginary tiger too so what was the oh, name yeah, of that one hidden tiger uh, that was that was Paper Tiger. I've done that one before. Yeah. That's that's yeah. all. It just like runs off. It waddles off into the darkness. And goes rawr. Um, kind of like my 1950s robot that just like right and doesn't do anything. Yeah. Um, and then there was the ghost of Tony the Tiger that I summoned. It it can, it, can, it it only comes out when I'm sleepy. So. Um, <laughs> that's great. That's that's the caveat I came up with that one, or else this was going to turn into JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, just like ah, ghostly Tiger Man, bunch. So we don't, we don't need that. Huh? Okay. Um, I, I I try to have like um give and takes with my spells if I can help it. No, I dig it. Uh, so are, are there any people that you have sought out in the the space between then and now? Um. Because I know there was this whole thread that we never explored with, with Diana and her son that you were trying right, to get back. Right. Um, maybe in this time I would have um, seen if anybody else who knew the who knew who knows this magic tattoo art has um, surfaced. You know, maybe looked around for them, trying to find leads so I can you know have one less thing to worry about by fixing this tattoo and stop the tentacle from getting the kid. Um, in the meantime, I might be trying to exert more control over the tattoo, um, making it so, hey, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be afraid of you. I'm going to be stronger than you kind of thing, like trying to combat my weaknesses, as it were. So I, I'm not going to understand any of my notes that I'm writing down, but that's, that's part <laughs> of the fun. Tame, tame the tattoo tentacle. Mm. Yep. Yep. I think that, that would be Diane's, Diana's main focus when she's not focusing on missions for the resistance, it's going to be trying to find some way to either live with this tattoo or free her kiddo. So it's not so much an issue anymore. I, I dig. All right, Kevin, beyond the armory of your dreams that you've been slowly gathering for two and a half years, uh, because I'm going to say you probably had some um, various era weaponry stored in little caches uh, throughout Europe over your 100 year term, give or take? More than 100? What did we decide? Over 100 now. Yeah. You're ancient. I know. And then there's a fluffy dog. Hello, fluffy dog. I wonder if Ryder has collected a new dog during wartime. Um, I mean, if there's any, like, local hounds that, like, are owned by other people, she'd probably just make friends with any dogs in town, but she wouldn't adopt her own i don't think all right i don't know we could talk about it i guess but okay. i think she'd be afraid for their safety during war everyone's safe during war didn't you get the memo mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. a good point mm. all right kev you you want weapons weapons and more weapons but um we already talked about the um the uh revamped guns that you're going to have is it going to be a specific gun for that specific case or um, is it going to be a, a modifiable weapon that you can use in either instance? The mods that you and I talked about should be 
workable either in human form or in hybrid. The only problem is in hybrid form, I can't reload because there's not enough dexterity. I, I was thinking the same thing when we were doing the email exchange. There's just no way your, yeah, the, yeah, your, your hands work. don't work. Even if it was magazine fed, there's still not enough dexterity to be able to activate the magazine release, pop a new one in, and then work the action. Especially so, with your new claws. That's, yeah. The new and improved claws, yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. So is there anybody beyond the weapons and these mods and, and that you would have sought out? I mean, you've known a lot of people in Europe over the years. Um, I probably would have seen if I had, could have restored conversations with any of my people in Serbia, since that was kind of my home base. Okay. And then for sure, I probably would have taken an interest in the local hunter-killer unit and, and maybe tried to whittle them down some. So, or, or at least gathered intelligence about them. Yeah. Okay. You're you're taking them as as your your uh, personal little mission. Yeah, they're kind of on my list. Uh, okay. So, okay, that gives me some ideas. Um, obviously, I think I probably would have become fairly fairly decently uh, familiar with Antoine. You probably would have. Yep. And there's a chance that you may have, you may know the guy that runs the dormitory as well. Uh, that is the guy that runs the dormitory. Oh, Antoine. Yeah. Not to be confused with um, Anatole. That's, that's something completely different. There's too many A's. And, uh, and I can't spell Anatole either, so it's okay. All right. I like that. So, Kay, if you had to pick a villain that is really stuck in your craw, for the last two years during the war. Can you think of anything that might have, uh, anyone that might have crossed your path, that might have escaped, might have belittled your acting career or um, made fun of something that you just couldn't couldn't handle? I mean, Brooke, Brooke is a very touchy, like, kind of doesn't like um, being, being uh, told she's wrong. So really just about anybody that you cross could, could be uh, a villain, but. I'm trying to think of like a, like some like renegade actor that turned out to be evil. Like, oh. like Are there any um, French actors that you don't really like? No, I don't know any, but what if, what if one escaped to like Europe and then like part of my, like a, maybe a submission was that I had to like track him down. Like something, someone completely unassuming like George Clooney or something that all of a sudden he got involved with when the Faye opened up, like he, he made a deal. Did you have a rival show that was on at the same time as yours? Uh, yeah. Saved by the bell. Okay. So pick somebody from saved by the bell who, who in their um, advanced age would be uh, considered uh, evil. Or um, Bob Saget. Is that saved by the bell? <laughs> no. no that's full house. That's full that's house. Full house. We'll say that. Say, and then Bob Saget. Maybe he's still alive and kicking in two years, but he's like made a deal with the devil. Clooney so. would be interesting because Clooney actually owns property not too far from where we're operating. Does he now? Yeah, he does. Consider my ears peaked. Hmm. I like the actor idea. I do. I do. Um, like some just renegade like actor that just. <sighs> Tom Cruise, Scientology finally got to him. Oh my God! Yeah, or John Travolta. Okay, I love yeah. that. Yeah, and then and then um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Okay, 
All right, so we'll 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 work on that. Um, okay. So Kevin's taking on the Hunter Killer Squad versus Nick taking them Battlefield Earth. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so horrifying. <laughs> that certainly would. That's that's the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I actually liked the book, um, but the movie was horrible. <laughs> what I hear. Awful. Without subscribing to some fictional religion. What? Uh, <laughs> hmm. Okay, Shannon or or uh, Vicky, any ideas on on villains that you might have picked up over the course of your uh, your travels in the last two and a half years, or maybe in Vicky's case, uh, someone related to how did you lose your son? Perhaps someone is working with the Fae who was involved with that process? Oh, uh, my backstory was he died of childhood cancer. So um, that's... uh... Dr. Mengele probably wouldn't work then. Paul Giamatti. (laughs) Paul Giamatti? Oh, I like Paul Giamatti. He's my favorite actor. His attack could be like a sonic scream because all he does is yell. (laughs) All he does is play like bad guys in most of his movies. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's ex- like crazy eyes like it would be like a paralyzing thing if you made eye contact kind of like the um oh gosh what's that D monster i don't know oh. but yeah yeah like a beholder or whatever well, the uh, had many eyes the umber hulk was that the one that caused confusion if you looked it in the eye i don't know anyway i don't remember i don't know but paul giamatti could have that same power <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> Anyway. Uh, <laughs> okay. Moving past Paul Giamatti. You're gonna fight. Sorry, Vicky. That's um, okay. <laughs> um, initial thoughts, just you know, spitballing. Maybe like uh, one of the leaders of a wild hunt, um, who I deeply insulted with my battle tactics of picking up things and throwing them. Uh, maybe maybe um, somebody who's just like deeply insulted that this, this human would stoop to such dirty tactics of throwing my own men at me. Oh my. So in that case, it's less you versus that person. It's more that person versus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and they show up and they're like, it's you. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> Yeet. <laughs> Yes, um, I like it. Um, okay, I, I, I'm thinking uh, if we're if we're talking actors for that, uh, J- Jason Isaacs, you know, just like oh, the, he always plays kind of yeah imperious, yeah. stuck up prats. Yeah, yeah. All right, Shannon, I, you, Ryder is such a nice character mm-hmm. that maybe it's like an old person, like the old pe- person that you just didn't connect to in Plunkett, uh, that's just you and this other individual have a an odd relationship, or maybe not, I'm just throwing, spitballing and throwing that out there. I, uh, I mean, you said that Anton is, like, in his 80s, so maybe I, like, keep bothering him, because he reminds me of an old friend, and he's just like, get away from me! <laughs> or, I don't know. Um, you said that Robin Taylor died sometime during the fight, like, 
did somebody like sneak in or something sneak in? And so now I've got like a vendetta against oh. what other, whatever kind of creature killed Robin Taylor. Like maybe I'm just like, ah, curse all ogres because they took my cooking buddy or something. A vendetta against individuals or type of individuals killed the chef who killed the pastry magician. Yeah. I like that. That's good. Okay. Not that I can spell magician right now because it's it's not yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Did you mean yes? That's what I meant. All right. Okay, I like it. I like it. Um, Kevin, is there a member of the hunter killer squad who's who you've really taken it upon yourself to hunt down, or is it the whole thing? Like, is it do you, are you focused on the ogres or, or, or the the brute squad or the the goblins who are helping out, or is it the the leadership of this squad? Uh, it would probably be the leadership, which I'm assuming is either like a troll or probably one of the stronger ogres, maybe? Um, no, no. Le leader Ogres are not known for their strategic thinking. Uh, no, trolls are not known for thinking at all. Um, so it is probably a hobgoblin or a an elf of some variety um that is leading this this charge think of them like the ss um, okay. well then uh, I, I like the idea of a hobgoblin or an elf i don't know i'm kind of leaning toward elf how many times have we done the bad elf thing yep you really haven't you kind of need to well and, and we're not going drow here we're, we're not we're not no, doing no, no, that no. whole it's, it's that... elf gone bad yeah well no it's not an elf gone bad it's a summer elf versus a winter elf and just so you know you're going to come to find out that none of the Fae like humans at all. So uh, it's like Legolas? Worse, but Legolas with uh, an evil bent. If Legolas became Sauron, or Saruman, not Sauron. If Legolas... Then let's make it an elf. Elf versus werewolf. I could get... I'm just going with bad elf. I, I like it. So it's kind of like bad... Bad Santa, but different? It's like bad wolf, bad Santa, bad... Yeah, anyway. Okay, okay. Bad dates. Um, okay. I have some fun food for thought there. Um, so the other thing I wanted to bring up was the, the ideas for some of the adventures, or at least seeds, that I wanted to plant. Because looking at guerrilla warfare during World War II, this is the list that I came up with. Sabotage, raids on distribution centers, liberation of prisoners, staging uprising, maybe going all the way to choreography. Um, Maybe a nice arrangement. I don't know. Guerrilla warfare against uh, other active units in the area. Espionage. There's always, you know, a good spy story. Propaganda. I think propaganda is going to be a very useful tool by the Fae that are in charge, especially in the big cities. Um, surveillance is always fun. Code breaking. I don't know. And that brings me to another question that I'll ask in just a second. Smuggling of contraband, because there's got to be certain things that aren't allowed in the cities that are allowed outside the cities. So maybe there's something that you're smuggling in to get more support from within. Pokemon trading cards. Pokemon trading cards would be, uh, of course, yeah. Uh, and then forgery of official items and documents, like either magic items or... Uh, all the way down to a piece of paper, a, a passport, or whatever. So, odds and ends. So, my question for you is, we talked about, like, 
the idea of maybe there's a code word or a phrase exchange that has to be done, but if you encounter a group in the woods and they don't automatically shoot at you, are they good or bad? Are they on your side or are they not? Is it a code phrase? Is it a password? Is it a magic tattoo that only glows in certain magical light? Um, is it an item that maybe they should have in their possession? What are we thinking? Because you guys have been working with the Tattered for a while in wartime. Um, there are going to be little, uh, there are these little isolated islands of Tattered uh, activity that are going on all across the world. How do you pass messages from one to the other? Is it magical or radio? Is it um, carrier pigeon? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they've come back. Um, Stop the pigeon. What? Wow. Yankee, Yankee did a pigeon. And yes. Definitely, yes. Very good. Yes. 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 Um, Sorry. I, I like World War One stuff. So. That, that's interesting. How, how did I know that? And you didn't, Brian. I know, a lot, I, I know a lot of useless information, Vicky. Um, <laughs> our, our, it's a Venn diagram that has somehow hasn't crossed yet. So, Okay, that's fair. That's, that's perfectly fair. So, let me, so that's my question to you is, how do you want to recognize other tattered or friendly, friendly units? We should tattoo them. Yeah, it's kind of like tattered magic, but instead we say derelict hocus pocus. Derelict Hocus Pocus? Yeah. It's just a synonym of Tattered Magic. <laughs> okay. That, 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 thanks for the stop the pigeon. Okay. Um, tattoos. Okay. Would it always have to be in, like, the same place then so that it's easy to, like, spot? Or, I mean, well, like you might want to hide it because then what if they get, like, intercepted by the Fae and then they try and replicate it? Okay, so here, here's my concern with tattoos. <laughs> World War II and Jewish people and internment camps. We may want to not go that direction. Um, not not because it's not an interesting twist. I'm I, I'm just trying to rule out anything that would be viewed as potentially offensive or may be a touch a, a touchy topic for for some. Mm -hmm. What about like a secret handshake? Do you really want to get that close to a person who has weapons and possibly magic? <laughs> Could be like the 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 the, uh, the tutting that they do in the magicians, where they make little hand gestures or whatever. The problem with that is, what happens if you have really bad eyesight? <laughs> I've got Coke bottle glasses over here. I can't see your fingers. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, if John were alive today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What about what about like a magical hex, like something that is normally hidden? I guess. Or is that too similar to like a tattoo? Like some, some like magical, like it'd be on the palm of your hand or something. And then like when you come across someone else who has the same magical hex, they, they glow up and it's like a way of seeing, I, I don't know. So it's like sting glowing yeah. in, the, in the presence of an orc? Yeah. Yeah. But on your hand or something. And it's, so that's how you can tell that like, or that you're near someone who's part of the tattered or what. Okay. I don't know, maybe a password would work, because then, I don't it could know. change. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, excuse me, actually, our password was updated three sessions ago. <laughs> your email. Your email, the Wi-Fi password has changed to derelict hocus pocus, and... <laughs> but it's normal as soon as possible. If this was you, you can disregard this email. Mm -hmm. 
anyway, these are the questions that keep me up at night. So, you know. Could we come back to that once we hear uh, yeah. Katie and Robert's opinion on that? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. Um, so here's, my, here's the last question that I have then is, do you guys have, do you guys use vehicles to get around or is everything on foot? I would like a moped. I'm just kidding. I'm in the mountains. Don't do that. I don't want a moped. Well, there are kidding. roads. Um, yeah. We're going. We don't. <laughs> I, I've uh, I've already voiced my opinion on wanting a motorcycle. So you you have. That's true. Yeah. Yep. So is there a garage in our village? Yeah, I was hoping there'd be like an abandoned like garage, like motorcycle, or well, not motor, abandoned garage gas station type thing going on there you know like a old like uh pegasus gas station or something like that from like the 50s you know that yeah. kind of aesthetic yeah yeah maybe next to the blacksmith so you guys can like tinker on stuff yeah 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 problem with vehicles would be obviously the fae don't like the fossil so that'd kind of be like a homing signal to well um i i discussed this um i wanted to have like a bunch of tiny little fay on hamster wheels powering my vehicles so um that we capture <laughs> the that, wee that was... winged will get tired um uh, but you could put them on a hamster wheel inside your, your inside your motorcycle and, and they like pizza yeah yeah so i was th i was thinking something very humane but um <laughs> you know they're humane enslavement Humane yeah, you know, enslavement. I mean, they're they're doing worse to our side. I mean, they're not giving our side peace, so they're turning them into animals and making them fight. So, and you wonder why a member of the Wild Hunt is after you. I mean, really, I, I, I have no clue. I have no idea. <laughs> he's, he saw most me of my friends are the wee winged. I mean, really, why do you keep capturing them and sticking them in your gas tank? He he, he just saw me tooling around on that, and then like. I swerved to the side, picked up one of his dudes, threw it at him, and he was like, the audacity! <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, okay. So, Fey power uh, apparently is is a thing. It's like uh, Fey pepper. Um, there there are electric vehicles. The problem is getting enough juice to... Mm. Solar power, it would take forever to charge uh, an electric vehicle. What about magic power? Well, that's something we haven't discussed. It's possible. I wonder gonna, if uh, there are alchemy potions for a, a fuel. I'm going to need some kind of magically powered he helicopter to land me in the parking lot of the Mark Nimmer. <laughs> oh. so. Is there a coffee shop in the village? Not yet. We forgot about that. Yeah. That, that bookstore. The bookstore was... Oh, that's right. That. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you are correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, what about... Like, a griffin or some some kind of like big wild that would be lore friendly that we would ride or if they're wild then they may not i don't know they may not want to be ridden okay domestic domesticated wild griffin domesticated wild griffin i mean you know so I mean? so in yeah, yeah. as all of these doors <laughs> open up the level of magic in the world rises so anything that was left on Earth that went dormant because there wasn't magic has begun waking. This includes interesting things like giants. It includes things like maybe dragons. Um, not baby dragons, maybe dragons. Um, so it's possible that there are 
pegasi or griffins or um, other critters that you could hunt down. And horses, horses are always an option. I mean, mm. it doesn't have as much horsepower as, as Vicky's motorcycle. Um, and by the way, I think I interrupted Vicky, so I apologize. I think you were going to say uh, No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm so sorry. Does your motorcycle have a side basket for somebody? To yes, it does have a sidecar. It does have a sidecar. I, I even found like the perfect model. Um, I, I, I will post it in chat because what? it is it is a three wheel drive motorcycle that um is very popular in Russia and goes off roading all the time and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Can you mount a flamethrower on it? <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> the question is: Do you do you, do you point the flamethrower forward, or do you use it as a jet power uh, and use it behind you? What if it's multifunctional? You could turn it. Um, so you were saying earlier that maybe like there might be an alchemist thing that can get things to run, you know, a, a separate kind of source power. Yep. Craft symbols be able to work too, like generating some kind of power that would be like, okay, now this can run for like an hour at this speed if needed kind of thing like yep. is craft symbols an option for that you could you could definitely just like a magic item uh kind of oh craft gosh, so cool craft okay. a magic vehicle that works on the same principles so you could okay. gather energy to yourself and then route it into your vehicle so that it runs for a certain amount of time that's okay. another possibility. Okay. I I I've left the doors so wide open there's there's Actually, I don't think there are any doors or windows in this place at this point. So, okay. So I'll leave you with thinking of one thing that you guys want to have picked up in the preceding two and a half years. Anything that it is that you, you wanted to pick up. I don't know whether it's a, a, a alive or dead or uh, inanimate or um, magical or whatever. Okay. I'm curious to hear what that might be so you guys have picked some interesting villains um i'm still curious as to whether you have any friends or allies that you've collected over the last two and a half years as well so if any of those come to mind shoot me a note let me know um if there are items that you would have liked to have collected or built uh, along the way sinbad he's my ally we're out trying to find G Paul Jim. Oh, Sinbad. <laughs> oh, so like the comedian. Uh, the comedian. <laughs> Whoa, that's some serious shade. <laughs> We've been friends a long time, it's fine. Okay. So, you have a lot of time to fill. So, I, you don't have to come up with stuff to fill the whole time. I'm just trying to come up with a few connections to the past that we can unravel later on down the line. And once we uh, get a little further on, I'll have each of you come up with something that you learned about one of the other characters during the, the previous two and a half yeah. years. As well. um, it could be a rumor. It could be a truthful thing. That's not for you to decide. You have to write it down and then we'll give it to the person and they have to decide whether it's a rumor or a truthful, truthful thing. Oh, no. One for each, each other character. I'm giving you homework. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> it's okay i understand you know i like i like that kind of thing i think that'll be uh that'll be fun we have to think up one for each character yep each each other character in your little party mm. like perhaps nick is going bald 
on a particular part of his anatomy. <laughs> Although, okay, so just imagination moment here. Can you imagine a completely bald werewolf? That's a disturbing idea. Uh. It's like a naked mole rat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight now. Ew. I like it. Okay. So do you have any questions for me as far as where we're going or how we're getting there? Because I still have more questions than answers. Ew. <laughs> what? Yikes. I'm not wow. sure I'm gonna click on this. No, I don't wanna click on it. I'm not going to. No. I don't want to look at that. It's kind of cute. I think it's kind of cute. But he looks annoyed, okay. or she looks annoyed, and he looks like he's wearing pants. That's the that's kind of the scary part. <laughs> I don't like. I would give it a hug for work, but it goes over all of his legs. He definitely needs a hug, or she. I I, I hesitate to ask. Hard pass. Hard hard. If pass. hugs for me, I'll hug the hairless bear. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Nick, do you know any werewolves that you've encountered along your path that could have been allies? You know, that's the funny thing, is I literally just wrote a note to myself that says that the thing to collect over the last two years probably would have been contact with each of the werewolves that are left in Western Europe, or as many of them as I could. Okay. So is there a, a phone tree you have? Uh, it's an email alias. Email alias. Okay. So that only works when you have internet. Um, I'm sure that as a as a character that grew up during World War One and World War II, um, you, you probably have some alternative means of communication. Yes, dead drops. Yes, dead drops are always... Uh, okay. So I don't have any other, you know tidbits of knowledge to drop on you or questions to ask. I have, I have a lot more questions than answers at this point, but I, I am starting to form some ideas and I, I have a entertaining uh, story in mind for what's going to happen. So it's not going to be as combat laden as the vampire story was, um, but it's definitely going to be, it will have moments of combat and it will have some diplomacy and it will have some espionage that you have to deal with. So the murder mystery? Yes. Who killed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. All right. I know it's early, but uh, yeah, sleep is good. So <laughs> who's got two thumbs? <laughs> uh, okay. So if you guys come up with anything, any questions, any brilliant ideas for foes or friends or other fun things, foes, friends, or fun, let me know, and uh, we'll work it in or or not. But I figure we'll have enough enough ideas to to keep us busy. So cool. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Hopefully, we'll have the whole crew in next week, and yeah. uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks. Have a great Bye. week. Bye. Bye.